This episode is brought to you by the content creators at Live City Media. They've been filming and editing since 2013 and know exactly what it takes to make your brand's online presence pop. Head over to livecity.media to connect with the team today. What's going on, everybody? It's Sean today, just me by myself, solo, and I'm just going to do a quick review of The Last of Us because Fred hasn't watched it, and I wanted to get some opinions out now that the show has wrapped yesterday as I'm recording this. Uh, I am a big fan of the game, so I was very excited when the show was announced, especially when I learned that Craig Mazin was going to be show writing. He did uh, Chernobyl on HBO. Uh, he was going to be show writing alongside Neil Druckmann, who is the original co-creator of the game and the director at Naughty Dog right now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, might not be his exact job title, but he's uh, he's the big cheese over at Naughty Dog. So there was a lot writing on this, but HBO was going to be making it. And as we know, I think most people at this point, especially if you're listening to a show like this, video game adaptations over the years have been ranging from that was okay to that was outright atrocious. We have everything from the likes of the really boring Assassin's Creed movie. There was some potential with the Warcraft movie, but it really dropped the ball on those human characters, let me tell you. The original Mortal Kombat movie is bad, but one of those like so bad it's good kind of ways, but it's still not like an exceptional piece of uh, filmmaking. And there's like so many in between. We got like the Max Payne movie, for example, and like Sonic is decent, but it's not something that's adapting narrative. It's just adapting like the the, the feel of an iconic character. Uh, I feel like that all changed probably when Netflix did Castlevania, which is an animated series. Uh, it was. Pretty really good it didn't do a one-to-one adaptation sort of just took like the spirit of castlevania and elements from the games like narrative wise they were able to just create this whole new world at the same time and it was really good and like season one was solid season two was amazing and then just from there and i think that was the first true attempt that you can like hey you can have action but you can also put character and writing first and I think The Last of Us on HBO sort of took that foundation, whether intentionally or not, and they were like, we're going to make an adaptation, but we're going to treat it as it's a almost like a, it was a book or something, and we're going to adapt character and story. Those gameplay elements that focused on action, those are secondary. So the end result turned out to be pretty good. Is it perfect? No, I wouldn't say it's perfect. I still think the video game is a superior piece of storytelling. The main reason for that sentiment is because the video game is longer. You spend more time with Joel and Ellie, and there are no flashbacks unless you specifically go into the DLC and do the Left Behind chapter, which is like three hours long in total, if I'm not mistaken. So you're with Joel and Ellie the whole time. 
and you have it's like 15 to 20 hours depending on how you play it so there's a lot of emotional growth i found with the hbo adaptation that by having two episodes to focus on flashbacks and there's only nine episodes to begin with a lot of the growth happened off screen like um after sam and henry but by the way there's gonna be spoilers in this just letting you know after uh, Sam and Henry died at the end of episode five, we get this time jump, three months, and that's fine. That happens in the game as well. But the game, as I said, it has more meat and potatoes, and you can showcase that growth more organically. Whereas in the show, I felt like they had built up a relationship off screen. And while I do buy their relationship as being like father and surrogate daughter it's only just like it's it's the bare minimum for me to buy into it because at the end of the day i wish we just had more time with them so this season was nine episodes it was supposed to be 10 the first episode was uh, actually just the first two that were put together so for arguments like i said it's 10 episodes i think if they just went for 12 we would have had a much more realized adaptation and with those additional two episodes, we could have also had a few more clickers and infected. Another problem that I thought of with the show is that at the end, when they're talking about the cure for mankind by using Ellie, it didn't feel like there was a sense of urgency because we hadn't seen too many infected throughout the show. We hadn't seen one since episode five, if I'm not mistaken, excluding Left Behind because that's a flashback. So like with Joel and Ellie, we, we just didn't see any. In the game, there's a horde with uh, David like Ellie and David actually team up to fight a horde before she realizes who and what he is but that's taken away in the show in favor of a conversation and while I get it perhaps it's budgetary and perhaps it's pacing I do think the lack of infected was perhaps a mistake on the showwriter's part and the show missed something by not having them feeling like a constant threat that being said, the show was still really good. Uh, Pedro Pascal was exceptional. He was not my first pick as Joel when I was fan casting in my head. Uh, I was either going to be thinking Anson Mount or uh, uh, what's his name? Dean from Supernatural. Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles? Jensen Ackles. I can't, I've, I've only seen like the first season, so I'm not too familiar with their, their names. I just know it's Dean. So when Pedro was cast, I was like, oh, interesting. Not my first choice. And then Joel became Pedro. Pedro became Joel. Like, talk about great casting. Like, sometimes you have to just go beyond your preconceived notions of what or who should play this character. And if Pedro doesn't get nominated for Best Actor at the Emmys and at this point, like, I think he totally deserves it, especially for his scenes in episode six, which are my, well, that's, episode six is my favorite episode of the season. It was rousing. There was a lot of depth, a lot of nuance, a lot of character growth. And I was just like, man. And then Bella Ramsey, she plays Ellie. Um, also exceptional as um, portraying this feisty young idealized teenager who's looking at the world with oh this is cool this is cool seeing everything for the first time and then slowly descending and like everything is just crap and 
she's got survivor's guilt and she everything that she has loved in her life has been taken away from her so she's feeling jaded despite being in a car for the first time and picking up these pun books and she always seems to find like little joys in life despite having all the joy taken away from her and it's this very interesting conversation uh, or dynamic between the two of them when you have uh, Joel who's just like this broken man and Ellie who is almost broken but has this like optimistic youthfulness about her and she ends up being like the light that brings Joel out of the darkness and it's just really well done like why can't all the video game adaptations be like this why do they always have to put like action first why why does it always seem like the producers or the studio think that we the people want just like mindless entertainment can you imagine if the uncharted adaptation that came out last year if that was a series and they did the same level of commitment as it did with the last of us i pick on uncharted because it's the same studio like neil Druckmann, naughty dog like neil Druckmann was a head writer on uncharted 4 which is my favorite of the four games if you were to have done this like maybe on like prime or something or Nef- maybe not netflix but maybe on prime uh you could have done this like swashbuckling adventure series but then really got into like the meat and potatoes of who nathan is and especially with four like how he navigates a normal life and is conflicted with trying to uh just like adapt to a normal life and marriage and day job when he has that like need for adventure and treasure hunting and when he gets pulled back into it like the conflict and the lies start building up and you're like man the, the uncharted movie really uh really just sort of did a paint by numbers um generic action adventure movie for the sake of it so i think going forward a lot of video game adaptations will be measured against the last of us i know uh Corey balrog for um Tony Santa Monica, he did God of War, and they're doing a God of War show over on Prime, and he was just like, we have our work cut out for us now because Last of Us was so good, so when, when they do God of War, they're going to be measuring their quality against The Last of Us, and I think they have every justification in doing that. I want a God of War show that challenges the character and makes me empathize with kratos this like former murder machine who's now struck with the responsibility of being a single dad and it's it's fascinating and i really hope that the game dives into that oh those are the show i mean i don't want just like action scenes every episode and i guess a good comparison for that specifically for god of war i don't want god of war to be the mandalorian where the mandalorian has to have an action scene every episode regardless if it moves the plot forward or not i want god of war to be more like andor where action is paramount but only happens from time to time and i think the last of us did this quite well it could have used maybe a little bit more but i'm super grateful they weren't like sneaking around infected every episode and taking out hordes every other episode that would have been boring and would have been redundant and it wouldn't have moved anything forward it's like violence happens when it needs to happen in the last of us um so 
that's my really quick review of um just wanted to get that out there just talk about it great acting uh, from both leads uh, solid directing solid writing music was really good set design was exceptional that's perhaps one of the biggest highlights of uh, the show um so let me know in the the comments either on uh, facebook twitter instagram uh there's an instagram both for uh, film and spirits and for screen hub entertainment uh, that's where you can find the podcast as well as well as articles written by me and many others, including Fred. All the episodic reviews for The Last of Us are also found at screenhub.blog slash TV. If you've enjoyed this quick little uh, review, then uh, give us a like, give us a review. Uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, Anchor FM, and Google Podcasts. Spotify and Apple obviously being like the two big ones, so... You can leave a review, share this around, be super duper appreciated. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time, when we have a full episode with Fred, we'll probably be talking about the Oscar winners together and seeing what we thought about everything, everywhere at once, getting seven wins and Banshees of Innershin getting nothing. So we will have that conversation coming for you soon. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.